KTSA News Flash. The Senate Judiciary Committee is examining the Supreme Court's handling of the new Texas abortion law before justices begin a new term next week in which they'll hear a case about a Mississippi abortion law. Democrats say the Supreme Court helped Texas strip millions of women of abortion rights when it declined to block the law at the last moment. Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Dick Durbin. SB 8 attacks the Supreme Court's long-established precedent in Roe v. Wade and effectively bans nearly all abortions in Texas. But the committee's top Republican, Senator Chuck Grassley, defended the court, saying it merely chose not to rush a ruling in a complex case. The Supreme Court did something very ordinary. That's correspondent Steve Dorsey. It is now known how the state of Texas will conduct a full forensic audit of the 2020 presidential election results in four counties. The Secretary of State's office says the audit will take place in two phases. The first, which focuses on voting machine accuracy, cybersecurity, and removing ineligible voters who cast ballots, is underway. The second phase, which is expected to begin next spring, will be an investigation into election records to ensure all administration procedures were followed. There is no word on when a final report will be released. The chief strategist for George W. Bush's presidential re-election campaign is stepping back into the political spotlight. Sarah Bartlett has the details. Matthew Dowd is running for lieutenant governor of Texas, and he's doing it as a Democrat. Dowd famously split with his former political party. He said GOP politicians have failed the state, zeroing in on the current lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick, who he called cruel and craven. The Texas Senate will soon debate the proposed redistricting maps of the Senate and the State Board of Education. A panel of lawmakers sent both draft maps to the full upper chamber Tuesday. Both maps were created by Senator Joan Huffman, a Houston Republican in charge of the Senate Special Redistricting Committee. Lawmakers tweaked the redrawn 31 district Senate map before the redistricting committee passed it by a 12 to 2 vote. A runoff lies ahead for a Republican and a Democrat who were the top vote getters in Tuesday's special election to fill a vacant seat in the Texas House. Republican John Lujan, who once held the seat, got 41 percent of the vote, while Democrat Frank Ramirez got 20 percent. A candidate needs to get at least 50 percent to be a clear winner. Lujan and Ramirez are vying for the District 118 seat vacated by Leo Pacheco of San Antonio, who stepped down to take another job. Governor Greg Abbott will name the date for the runoff. Border Patrol agents are reporting that they captured an immigrant previously convicted of murder. A Customs and Border Protection statement says Monday, agents from the McAllen station arrested two dozen immigrants, among whom was a Honduran man who served time in Miami on a murder conviction. The statement says that after he finished his prison sentence in Miami, he was deported back to Honduras. He will be repatriated once more. A Texas state trooper is under arrest on child sex charges. Fredis Rivas, who lives in Colmel County, north of San Antonio, has been fired. The Texas Department of Public Safety declined to release additional details about the allegations. The 34-year-old has been charged with both possession of child pornography and indecency with a child. An employee of Alamo Heights ISD is accused of sexually assaulting an underage girl. Police arrested 41-year-old James Wesley Lachlan Tuesday at his home in Castle Hills. A 15-year-old girl reported that Lachlan got her drunk in late July and sexually assaulted her. Lachlan is charged with two counts of sexual assault of a child and indecency with a child sexual contact. Police are looking into the possibility that there may be more victims. A serial hot check writer is going to prison. John Cardenas of San Antonio was convicted of writing nearly $1 million worth of bad checks. He doesn't have a substance abuse issue. He doesn't have mental health diagnosis. He came from a loving family. And he still couldn't stop essentially ripping people off. 
Assistant Bear County District Attorney Alicia Lovett says Cardenas rented charter buses for a week-long football event and paid for rooms at the Hill Country Hyatt Resort. He also has a previous conviction of stealing money from an elderly victim. A judge sentenced him to 20 years in prison this week. A San Antonio man will serve six years in prison after pleading guilty to possession of child porn Monday. The Bear County District Attorney's Office says police arrested 34-year-old Jose Villarreal in November. Officers acted on a tip from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children that a Microsoft user had uploaded child sexual abuse material to another user through Skype. Villarreal admitted to downloading the material and sharing it with another user on Reddit. Texas has seen its share of serial killers over the years. Now police in Fort Worth may have another one on their hands. Correspondent Jim Ryan has the story. What kind of a tenant was Jason Thornburg? I have talked to him many, many times, and he never fought with me about anything. Conti Gandhi runs the motel where Thornburg was living and where, according to Fort Worth Police Chief Neil Noakes, he murdered and dismembered three people, placed the remains in a trash dumpster, and set it on fire. This was shocking. It's unsettling. Noakes says the 41-year-old Thornburg has confessed to the three murders, along with two others, including one in Arizona, telling detectives that he had been, quote, called to commit sacrifices. A man is under arrest in connection with the disappearance and death of a Houston woman. Police say Willie Brown killed Ashley Gilroy earlier this month inside a motel. Officers say the 48-year-old led them to what's believed to be Gilroy's remains yesterday in Fort Bend County. Gilroy's husband says he's glad to know someone is in custody. No word on a potential motive. A man who was training an employee at a Westside business is recovering after he was stabbed. San Antonio police responded to the call from Triple S Steel Company on West Thompson Place. The victim was in the process of training the 24-year-old employee when they got into an argument. The 24-year-old pulled out a knife and stabbed the man twice. The victim is recovering at a local hospital. The stabber ran from the scene, but police were able to track him down and take him into custody. He's being charged with aggravated assault. No word on what started the argument. Lightning is being blamed for a fire that caused significant damage to a home on the west side. At around 10 p.m. Tuesday, firefighters got the call from a home on Mustang Rise. San Antonio and Holotus fire crews responded and found heavy smoke and flames shooting from the roof. The two people living in the home managed to gather up their pets and get out safely. Authorities in Dallas say four firefighters and three civilians are injured after an explosion at an apartment complex Wednesday morning. Dallas Fire Rescue's Jason Evans told reporters two of the injured firefighters are in critical condition. The other two firefighters and all civilians are in stable condition. Right now, our investigators are launching drones uh, to, try to try to get a bird's eye view of the structure itself, uh, determine its integrity, the extent of the damage, um, and exactly what course of action is going to be taken going forward. Video shows a portion of at least one building in the complex had collapsed. Debris from the explosion was blown onto other apartment buildings and a carport in the parking lot. University Health will soon build a new hospital on the south side. The Bear County Hospital District Board of Managers approved a $10 million land purchase Tuesday. University Health officials say the future hospital site is 68 acres on South Zarzamora at Jaguar Parkway next to Texas A&M University, San Antonio. Officials say the planned expansion is in response to the anticipated population growth in Bear County in the next 10 years. San Antonio Mayor Ron Nuremberg says the coronavirus positivity rate is at 5% this week. The mayor says the number of cases reported in the area is on a downward trend. Nuremberg says the number of hospitalizations has gone down and the coronavirus warning indicators are improving. He says 80% of coronavirus patients in the local hospitals are unvaccinated.
The San Antonio Beer Festival returns next month for its 15th annual celebration. More than 100 worldwide breweries will make more than 400 premium and craft beers available at the festival. There will be porters, stouts, pilsners, ales, wheats, sours, Belgians, ciders, lagers, and more. The San Antonio Beer Festival takes place October 16th at Crockett Park. It's a presentation of HEB and part of the proceeds benefit the San Antonio Food Bank. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks end a wobbly day with a mixed finish. The Dow closed up 192 points. The Nasdaq fell 34. And the S&P 500 added six for the session. The broadest of the markets is still on track for a disappointing September. The benchmark S&P is headed for a 3.5% loss in its first losing month since January. Investors have been reviewing a mixed batch of economic data which shows COVID-19 and the highly contagious Delta variant's impact on consumer spending and the job market. The Fed also says it plans to begin tapering bond purchases, which have helped maintain low interest rates. Sherwin-Williams is the latest company to warn that higher costs for raw materials will hurt profits. The paint maker stock rose as investors took the announcement in stride, but it is still down about 8% from its all-time high earlier this month. Dollar Tree, the national chain of stores that promises everything for a buck, is going to begin putting items on its shelves, which cost more than a dollar. Daria Albinger, ABC News. KTSA AccuWeather. Partly cloudy tonight and humid with a thunderstorm, low 73. Cloudy tomorrow with a thunderstorm, humid, high 88. A spotty thunderstorm tomorrow night, otherwise cloudy and humid, low 69. Cloudy on Friday and humid with a few thunderstorms, high 82. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA, Stevens Roofing, AccuWeather Forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.